Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I am joined this week yet again in person by best friend of the show, Derek from college. Derek, how are you? Hi. I can touch you. You can. We are here in the same space for the first time. Reach out and touch me. I, I mean, don't don't tempt me with a good time, because I will. <laughs> I will do that. It'll get weird. Are they watching The Matrix? Is that a TV? That looks like a TV. Sorry, for everybody uh, on the podcast real quick, we were watching some of the new teaser trailer footage from the new uh, Matrix uh, teaser trailer, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks like... So, uh, so the trailer for this movie comes out tomorrow. So by the time you hear this, it will be it obsolete, will be out. and we will sound like morons. So But uh for right now there you can go to the website called what is the matrix uh dot com, which was the same as the old uh website uh for the original movie. And if you go there and take and you choose the red pill, depending on the time of day you will get uh different uh, variations of some footage and some narration. How many different combinations did you say? One hundred and eighty thousand, I think, is the number. Jeez, uh, if you that go, is a lot. <laughs> if you go on YouTube on the Kino Check uh, YouTube channel, they have two versions posted of what you can see right now. And in one version, it looks like you know, very John Wick era. Keanu, we- Keanu Reeves is stepping off of a building, like a high rise building, as if to like commit suicide, apparently. And every he's leaving a party. And everyone at the party is like, no, what are you doing? Don't do that. And it looks like they may be watching. There's a TV in the background. They may be watching the Matrix it film. certainly looks like it. The color, the color palette is um, very close to it. Now, what rumors that I heard about the movie coming out of CinemaCon is that the premise is essentially that Keanu Reeves' character is Keanu Reeves. In, in real life, Keanu Reeves who is, star- is Keanu Reeves <laughs> yeah. in the Matrix, and he's starting to have dreams of the Matrix as if it were real. And he's and Neil Patrick Harris plays his um, therapist, and so I, I'm. This is very much might be the real Keanu Reeves kind of losing touch with reality in this movie. And well, it's, now that the information that Neil Patrick Harris plays his psych or his therapist is on the table. I'm going to go ahead and just throw my hat out, and we'll find out, I mean, maybe tomorrow, maybe down the road at the movie premiere, but I'm going to throw my hat in the ring of that Neil Patrick Harris is the bad guy mm-hmm. for this movie. That's not a bad thing. Trying to keep him, trying to keep Neo, you know, somewhat contained mm-hmm. in his... Uh, you know. well, and this might be the first non-comedy movie that breaks the fourth wall or is meta in this way that I can think of. Can you oh, think I'm, of another example? Oh, I'm sure there's a Lynch or a Cronenberg movie. <laughs> Maybe. Brandon or his son that, like, you know, whatever. There's, you know, Brandon Cronenberg, I guess, is his son. Um, David Cronenberg. David Cronenberg, yeah. thank you. Is I've been the watching OG. a lot of Brandon Cronenberg lately. That's not a bad um, thing to watch. It's not. It's been really fun. <laughs> um, did, you, yeah. did you listen to um, Neil Blomkamp on Joe Rogan? I did, yeah. yeah that was it's a, the only episode, episode of Joe Rogan I've ever tuned in for. Because <laughs> yeah. the man is insane. Yeah. Neil Blomkamp is a very interesting guy. Oh, uh, he's fascinating. And his idea for that like sci- that hard sci-fi vampire story mm. sounds nuts. And I cannot wait for that. Caught me in the middle of that. a drink of water that I thought I was going to get before the pass-off. But yes, I'm very excited about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be... that. That is going to be nuts. That sounded sweet. I like... I got excited in my car driving while listening to it like first and i and i I was like i wish i could just drive to the movies and watch that now is there like a is there like a hard sci-fi version of some kind of fantasy thing that you think would be really cool or just any kind of like 
new way to tell a fantasy thing that you think would be cool? Just like. I mean, there's the classic film school trope of like, you know, it's a monster horror movie, but we discover that we're the monsters. <laughs> How deep is that? I don't know. I think it's at this point, there's so much that has been done. Uh-huh. I don't know where the areas that still need to be tapped into exist. Right. 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 So like, what do you, you know, it's, it's kind of there. I'm sure there is some sort of, you know, kind of like what you're talking about. But for the mm-hmm. life of me, I can't bring it up in my head of like just quick reference for what it would be. There's probably like a hard sci-fi way to do like um, like some kind of orcs, like do that kind of. Oh, they did it. Uh, what was that? Uh, Will Smith and. Uh, that's not hard sci-fi. That's just fantasy. It's hard. Not f- trying it's, it's hard, hard fantasy. Yeah, it's hard fantasy. That's it's hard true. fantasy. Orc cops in L.A. <laughs> yeah. It uh, wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. No, the visuals were cool. The prosthetics were good for that movie. But uh, the rest of it was, um, well, let's just say that the acting and the uh, the writing were and the directing were not good. <laughs> everything else, everything else to make was, the not movie good. was not yeah, good. Other than the special effects, everything else was not good. But yeah. <laughs> um, I, You know Man. what? I'd like to see a really good Bigfoot movie. Oh. I don't think that's been done real well. You know, I agree. Cryptids in general just aren't hand, handled very well. It would be fun to see like a group of people having a camp out in the like Arizona Mexico border that are attacked and accosted by a gang of chupacabra. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun to watch. Do chupacabra normally travel in a gang? No, no, I mean a pack. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I don't know why I said gang. A gang. A bunch of they got their cigarettes rolled up in the. I want it to be fifties gang, not normal yeah. gang. Fifty like hey, dance fighting they have from. Sw- uh, they have switchblades. Yes, yeah, switchblades, and they do finger snaps, and you. <laughs> know you're either going to dance fight him or get stabbed probably right. both i'm into that yeah uh, a dancing chupacabra gang that accosts a bunch of campers um no but i agree with you mm-hmm. i think i don't think like i think people have attempted it but it just has never been done well for a bigfoot it, yeah i feel like the best way to treat it would be almost like take a cue from like a uh friday the 13th movie kind of mm-hmm. like a, oh no a killer in the woods but no matter how fast you run somehow he always just catches up to you and if it's bigfoot it makes sense right Mm-hmm. If it's an undead reanimated corpse of Jason Voorhees, doesn't quite work out. Although, as we were talking before, it's wonderful when the reasoning for movies is magic. True. Because when you go, why did that happen? Magic. Like, I can't argue with that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I think uh, it'd be fun to watch a really scary Bigfoot movie. Yeah, that would be. Or a Mothman. Just a competent Mothman movie. Yeah. Or anything just well done that involves cryptids, I'm down for. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, there's been a lot of movies recently that have been like, like a genre movie that, and then it's later revealed that <laughs> that whatever the like, there's been a lot of movies where like it's a heist, but they find out they're robbing vampires and stuff like that. There's been a lot of that. Lately. There's been a lot of those. And I'm not. I don't have a smile on my face for people <laughs> at home listening. Um, I'm tired of that. Oh, speaking of things where this does not work out the way we thought it was going to be, mm-hmm. what was that movie? Was it? It's not Money Heist. That's the TV show everybody's been telling me about. It had a great cast. It had like Oscar Isaacs and Ben Affleck and uh, Charlie Hunnam. And, oh, um, uh, you're talking about is, that's that um, three something. I'm looking it up right now. It's called like. Th- three Triple Frontier. Triple Frontier. Which I thought was going to be an awesome, like movie about the golden drug triangle and like south america and this like group of like you know government like disavowed like military guys is going to come in and like clean it up with a bunch of explosions no and for those of you listening right now spoilers the house in the end it's a bank and it's full of money and that's the trap 
It's not good. Um, it's fun up until you realize the twist, and then like most M. Night Shyamalan movies, it's just not fun anymore. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the movie so much. It was different than what I thought it was going to be, in that it kind of became a movie about like these dudes not trusting each other, and it kind of yeah. became like a survival movie, mm-hmm. which was an interesting choice. I just think it was, for me, it was really long. <laughs> oh, it was far, the runtime was far too long for yeah. what it was. Um, There's a lot of that going around lately, though, where a lot of those bigger blockbuster, we're going to put that in quotes, at least that people feel like it should be a bigger blockbuster, they're adding this two, two and a half hour runtime when they really don't need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of which, uh, speaking of movie ideas and whatnot, uh, there's some new trailers out, and because we're in person, we can like look at them together. I know. This is so much crazy. fun. I'm enjoying this so much. Yeah, this is nuts. <laughs> um, Belfast, have you heard of this? I have. I just saw that today, and I ran out of time to watch it. I haven't seen this. We can take a look okay. at it. Okay. All right. This so is we, a Hulu commercial. With, this is a... Oh, Martin Short and... Dude, have you not seen the previews for this show? No. It looks great. Sorry, this is a weekly regular first time off, and if you guys like this while listening to us actively talk about stuff while we watch it, let us know. We'll keep doing it. Yeah. All right. Martin Short's still alive. Jamie That's Dornan's good. in it. I like that. Searn Hines. Good, good. Belfast. I'm I mean, assuming Kenneth, it takes place in Ireland. <laughs> oh, I'm, I would imagine so. Kenneth Branagh directs it, so that's good. Oh, okay. Is he Irish? Uh, I believe not. Oh, okay. But I'm going to look that up right now. I mean, Branagh sounds like an Irish last name, so well, he may be of Irish Scottish descent. Hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're from Branagh. <laughs> Belfast, 1969. Interesting choice to shoot it in black and white. Oh, very much so. But we started out in color, so... That's interesting. Sierra Hines is talking to a child. I don't know how much of this I should narrate right now. Just yeah, no, <laughs> I don't want no, dead air to happen. Plenty, no, For it's excellent uh, radio. Looks like a yeah. This looks just like a family drama. Coming we of all age live tale. in Ireland, yes. and it's hey, in you black know what? and white. <laughs> he was born December tenth, nineteen sixty, in Belfast, Northern Ireland. That makes sense. All right, look at me. I'm a, I don't know one of my favorite directors. Okay. Yeah. No, I know his filmography. Cool. I just don't know his This, is, this looks really good. Yeah. This okay, so it takes place in the 60s during the Irish unrest, uh-huh. a.k.a. terrorism. Yeah. And, uh, oh, what's her face from, uh, oh, from uh, Outlander's in it. Great. I love her. I, what's Outlander? I've never seen it. Outland? Oh, it's the sexiest show that no, that you're only not watching right now. <laughs> yeah. Until at the end of season one where it gets decidedly unsexy. Unless you're into um, the R word we never like, guy on guy R word that we don't like to talk about. Oh. There's a, there's a bit of that in the end of the season. Gotcha. And um, it goes on for far too long mm-hmm. and takes you too deep into what's going on. So it kind of the sexy kind of disappears for a minute. Okay. Um, but unless uh, you're into that, kind yeah. Of thing. So basically, what it is, Outlander. She goes back in time through these uh, through these ritual stones, and then ends up in uh, 1745. She's a nurse in post war England, post World War II England, and then goes to uh, 1745 in Scotland, uh, right before the uh, Scottish Revolution mm-hmm. that was put down. And then it's kind of her sexy adventures in Scotland with mm-hmm. her husband Jamie, who's this big, burly, redheaded, you know, Scottish man that every woman, including my wife, just goes, oh. Like, we were watching the show, and he came on, first character introduction, mm-hmm. and she goes, oh my. And I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm also sitting like, here. Like, I'm sitting two <laughs> feet away from you, the man you betrothed your life to. Yeah. 
Remember when we had by that choice? I, yeah, I remind yeah, you, but yeah, you chose to be with me. Yeah, <laughs> which I'm not sure now if that was a thing you regret. Yeah, that's interesting. It's uh, good. It's a fun look. It's I'm a fun that. show that we both are into. Here's the thing: it's a good mix of like sexy stuff and then also Jamie beating the hell out of dudes, which okay. I'm like, yeah, something for the something for both people. All right, we're all go. people. We're all people. Or maybe not kids. I don't know. It's yeah. not rated for kids, so. Um, the Red Notice trailer finally came out. This I movie's been that. done for like Dude, two years. They've apparently. been pushing this back and yeah. back and back. But it's on Netflix, so why? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they wanted to also do a theatrical release, and yeah. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Get estimates. Here's a little piece of advice: anybody trying to do theatrical release, give up and just put the movie out. <laughs> yep. We're I tired agree. of waiting, and like we talked last time, the longer you wait to put out your movie, the less relevant it is. Yep. So just swallow your pride, take the hit. Put it out for us. In classic uh, Netflix action movie, uh, we're starting in a generic Eastern European city. Yes, of course. There's a dome of some kind probably probably, built during the Renaissance. Yeah, it's probably Prague. The Rock. Eastern looking fly as hell. Now we're in Egypt. We're in Egypt. Eggs of some some golden eggs. All right, all right. Now we're at the Louvre. The Louvre. Well, we're just going around today. (laughs) Look at us traveling through your television. Ooh, that looks like the Ford on on Modern Warfare. Yeah. I think that was what's was that the Italy was that the Vatican? Uh, there's fancy cars. We got fancy people in fancy cars with Ryan, boats and so guys with guns. Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and uh, Gal Gadot. Are oh, okay. Let's see. All right, all right. Did you see the? We talked about. Did we talked about the cop that looks exactly like The Rock? No, but I I on love the show. That. I know we texted <laughs> about it briefly, but we have not discussed it. So. For those of you listening, apparently there's a, uh, I believe he's in Texas, there's a uh, police officer who looks, and when I say exactly like The Rock, I'm not joking, because I'm a big stickler for people when they go, oh, my uncle looks exactly like this celebrity. I'm like, no, he doesn't. He looks close, but no. This dude looks almost like a one-for-one. Like, if The Rock dies, we could get this dude to replace him in movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, if I was The Rock, I would just hire this dude as a side gig to be my stand-in. Mm-hmm. Oh, prison fight scene. That's going to be fun. Yep, so in classic re- generic <laughs> action movie fashion, everyone hates each other, but they're also friends for some reason. Well, they have to accomplish the mission, Asan. Mm-hmm. And then they become friends along the way. But that's the whole thing about going out on a mission, right, when you're a, when you're a spy. It's not what you have to accomplish. It's the people you meet along the way. Yep. So this is just going to be... Ryan Reynolds and The Rock are ex- are charming, and Gal Gadot is impressive and and intimidating, but also beautiful. Exactly, and they it's, save the day. Exactly, <laughs> it's an excuse to get three of the biggest box office draws for actors into one movie, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be specific. Oh, Rocket Launcher! Yeah, there you go. Okay, so that's yep, that's the kind of movie it is mm-hmm. for an explosion. So a rocket launcher just hit a bridge and shot the rock forward. Towards a helicopter. Yep. I mean, that's what I want to see from that movie. You could have just shown me that one shot, and that tells me everything I needed to know about the movie. Like, I'm already going to watch it. Yep. Just stop teasing me <laughs> with a good time. Should we, um, should we get into how you've been this week? Because um, we opened up and just started talking about The Matrix. <laughs> no, that's, that's fine. I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing this week. Um, I've, I was traveling a lot this week. You were. Uh, Where were I was you? in Austin, Texas. Um... Austin's a great city. Yeah, doing a conference. Uh, it was it was a lot of work, not a lot of play, and uh, yeah, now I'm back. It, I'm in the middle of a very chaotic 
season because there's a lot of things happening. There's weddings happening. There's gigs happening. Oh, yeah, that's right. We yeah. are coming into, like, the tail end of wedding season before yeah. the cold weather kicks in. Yeah, so it's nuts right now. But, you know, I saw some movies and stuff, and that's been keeping me uh, occupied during my downtime. What about you? Oh, good. Uh, well, uh, like I talked about last time, I'm off for these next couple of weeks. And... Uh, AJ and I went to uh, Disneyland for the last uh, two days, mm -hmm. which How was, was that? fun. It was super fun. Did uh, Disneyland first day, Rise of Resistance, and I can honestly say that that ride is the one of the single most impactful moments I've ever had going to Disneyland, and I've had a pass since I was 15. I'm 37 now, for those of you who don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but yeah, it was. it's one of those I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to give spoilers, but suffice to say, if you're out there and you like Disneyland, Go do that. And then California Adventure was fun. The Spider-Man ride, we need to go on it. Okay. Because... What is, the, what is the ride? Like, what kind of ride is it? Oh, you sit in a giant box, kind of like, uh, like a... Uh, like Tower of Terror? Tower of Terror, yeah, okay. exactly. But it's on a track that moves like uh, Toy Story, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So you move down these tracks, and these screens pop up, and you sit in, and as you move your hands out, you can... You do the Spider-Man hand thing, and there's an actual tracking system that tracks your movements. And then when you move your hand like that, it shoots your webs, and you're taking a, you're taking apart all these spider bots that are replicating, tearing down matter and replicating themselves, and taking over his like little like lab basically. Uh -huh. And so the cool thing about it, I didn't get to go use it, but I found out that you can go in clean first time, do whatever, just mm -hmm. write it, and you'll still have a fantastic time. That's what I did. Mm -hmm. Or you can go to the gift shop around the corner. And get the new web spinners that you can either attach a web shooter or a uh, Iron Man um, blaster, like phaser, and um, you can link it to the ride when you ride, oh, and it that's does awesome. extra stuff. So that's awesome. Disney, I am always fascinated about Disney's ability to find ways to make money. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like their ability to come up with financial solutions is something that just makes me laugh because it's it's just wild. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we went and did that. Uh, Cap Avengers Campus, super fun, super slick. Sweet. Uh, there is an area of a wrecked uh, uh, Sanctum Sanctorum Ooh. that I think is right now. It's where Doctor Strange comes and puts on a little like stunt show where Dormammu tries to like come through and all that oh. stuff. I think it's going to be a ride queue. You think so? I think because after that, there's literally nothing behind it. There's mm -hmm. a bit of space. I think we're going to see a Doctor Strange ride coming up here in a minute, That'd which be would great. be. Freaking Did dope. you watch the stunt show? I watched a little bit of it. Okay. At that point, it was uh, it was super hot. Yep. And I'd had uh, a little bit to drink, mm -hmm. and I suddenly I was having fun watching it, and then it just became very hyper aware of how uncomfortable I was being around that large group of people. Just you know, could you, uh, groups freak me out. They've always freaked me out, but since post COVID, they've really freaked me out. And mm -hmm. I just became very aware of how uncomfortable I was with the heat and everything. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. and I got to go. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So we went back to the hotel and hung out for a minute and then came back. But uh, nice. stunt show was good. My only complaint, stop dance fighting. Mm. Fine. Yeah. If you're going to do it, commit, man. Yeah. Find a bunch of stunt actors or just people <laughs> like me that are like, yeah, I want you to hit me. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's do it. Like, I want things to look real. If you're going to do a stunt show, make it look realistic. Like, that's one right. of the things... I will say about Universal mm -hmm. is that their stunt shows. I remember the Conan stunt show. There was no dance fighting in that. It was straight <laughs> like just sprawling. Yeah, just <laughs> stunts, bitch. Like yeah. it's awesome. So I don't know. That was my only complaint about the entire thing. It's super cool. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't get to go to the Pim's uh, kitchen, but it looks really good. That'll be for next time. 
And then, uh, yeah, everything else was awesome. I recommend you go, man. With the reservation system, uh, mm-hmm. the longest we waited for a ride was uh, 45 minutes. Okay. So bad. it's pretty decent. It's like a regular day at Disneyland before it got weirdly busy. Because mm-hmm. it picked up steam for a while yeah. after the MCU kicked in. Yep. And uh, it just became uh, almost um, like undoable. Right. But now with the reservation system, you get a little bit of space because they limit the capacity. So we were there on Labor Day. Oh. And I didn't wait for anything longer than 40 minutes for a ride. So it's a pretty good, pretty sweet deal. Cool. Yeah. That sounds great. Sounds yeah. like a fun week. It was a good week. Um, My legs hurt like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than that, we're they good. They don't tell you about the shin splints oh, before God, you go. No, they do not. <laughs> um, okay. This next trailer is for Moonfall. Moonfall Halle Berry? I, yes. And I believe it's... Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. I believe it's Roland Emmerich. Ooh, I'm gonna check. Director on that. of. So it'll be competent for the first two acts, and then something weird's gonna happen in the third, and then it's gonna become unwatchable. Yep. Probably. Unless you're the movie 2012, in which it's just unwatchable from the beginning. So. Yeah, or unless you're Independence Day, which is strong throughout for some well, reason. Well, that's earlier in his career <laughs> when he was hungry. Yeah. You know, but yeah, Independence Day is the best movie he's ever made. Mm-hmm. Oh, Patrick Wilson. I like him a lot. Did you see his new bearded look for uh, the new Aquaman? I did, yeah. Movie? Sporting that strong beard game. Yup. It is Roland Emmerich. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's got Michael Pena in it and Donald Sutherland and Charlie Plummer. This is going to be a good time. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah, be a good let's, time. Let's see. Let's watch a little bit of this trailer. Let's do it. Okay, from the director of Independence Day 2012, The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, see, I don't know if I'd put 2012 in that mix. Yeah. I'd go from the director of Independence Day and, uh, was it, Day After Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Lionsgate movie. All right. Let's see. We get a right. shot of the earth. I'm sure there's a monologue happening. Well, I got oh. the captions on, so. Oh, there's not. There's just. Oh, oh the power oh, grid is power shutting down. Going out. Okay. Oh, that'd be awful. How terrifying would it be to be in space and just watch the world go dark. That'd be horrif- That'd be horrifying. Almost as horrifying as the moon getting close to the earth like it is right now? Yeah. Are we going to see some boiling oceans? Oh, Leah looks like it. Oh, oh. There's like Ooh. a car driving through a... There's a, a wall of fire. Yeah, wall of fire. Um, the oceans are wilding out. He is obsessed with the rising oceans, man. Yep. So, yeah, it's a disaster movie. Like, every yeah. possible bad thing is happening. That Roland Emmerich does. He only does disaster movies. Yeah. I wonder... Oh, man, I got to listen to an interview with him. Like, I wonder what a, what it is about the yeah. the disaster movie he loves so much. Oh, because he... That's, like, all he does. Yep. And so where are these people? Are they not on Earth? Or they must be on, like, a space station or Oh, something? crazy. There's some weird alien stuff happening. Yep. All right. Oh, I wonder if there's alien stuff inside the moon. Probably. Maybe mm. the moon is a spaceship. The moon is an alien. <laughs> yeah. What a twist. Yeah, what a twist. Now everybody's old, and the moon is an alien. Mm-hmm. And he was dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> Everyone, we just Bruce saw a new Willis. trailer for a new Bruce Will. He is doing some seriously, like, excuse my language, but some seriously shit movies, man. Yeah. Like, and it's not like Nicolas Cage, where you can be like, oh, some of them are fun, you can find redeeming quality. Some yeah. Like, I watched the most recent one he had with... um. Frank Grillo, where uh-huh. they're in those like uh, Halo style suits, don't watch it. Nope. It's not even fun enough for me to recommend you to watch it. It's just it's a slog. 
I was not planning when on. the end cre- good when the end credits popped up. I was actually thankful that the movie was over. Yeah, <laughs> and those are the kind of movies he's making lately. And it's like, dude. Yeah, I get that you're trying to make an easy buck before you like fully retire, but can oh you maybe God. stop playing the three characters you're known for? Yeah. All right. So uh, there's a there's a compound there's, in the woods in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. He's in a suit. I've been chasing the, their boss forever. So he's been on this mission forever. We've got his friend who's clearly an undercover cop because he's got a beanie and a jacket. He looks disheveled. Yep. That's a drug dealer. Oh, man. This looks real bad. Is that? It looks like Chad Michael Murray. Looks like, it is Chad Michael Murray. Oh, no. Former WB star Chad Michael Murray is in this one. Okay. <laughs> this looks so bad. This looks terrible. He's got a shotgun now. So it's the dirty cop and a guy with tattoos, and they get him. Uh, just shot my partner down the road. Run, okay. This is like, yeah, it's just a generic action movie. Yeah, but not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good way. No, not in a good way. Oh, there's a guy in all black with gloves. <laughs> with slicked back hair. And a trench coat. With black hair. You know he's the bad guy. I feel like half of this cast are stunt performers. That is this movie. You know what I mean? Oh, guaranteed. They all look like stunt performers. Yeah. Which there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. I just say if you're going to have a stunt performer movie, maybe don't put Bruce Willis in it. Because I don't believe that that older gentleman can do the... I don't even believe that Bruce Willis can do the tough guy thing anymore. No. It's kind of like, hey, Grandpa, we get it. You were a badass in your day, but, like, pipe down. Yeah. It's, like it's like your friend's grandpa that, like, served in the war. Yeah. He always has to remind you of how tough he is, and you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, like, get it, but, like, I get it. Yeah. So you sent me this trailer. This is for uh, the new Jake oh, Gyllenhaal yes, movie. Oh, yes, The Guilty. The Guilty. Oh, The Guilty. This looks tense. So let's check this out. <clears throat> So do you know the uh, the plot behind this? No, I don't. So a woman, he's a nine one one dispatcher, mm-hmm. and a woman calls him, mm-hmm. and she's talking like she's talking to his kid, to her kid, and he's like, "Is there somebody in the car with you?" And she's like, "Yes, sweetie." And so she's telling him all this stuff, and so he's trying to find this woman who called him, who's actively being kidnapped. Oh, it's very tense. Oh, it's in the middle of like a fire too. So like all of the emergency, you know, just to add extra problems where it's like there's a a fire going on. So like air patrols are grounded and like all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I know. Very right. tense. Very concerning. Oh, what is this? What is that? If I can't have love, I want power. power. Exclusive trailer. And there's a woman who's clear who's trying to put her face through a mirror. Yeah. Let's see. It looked. I thought it was some kind of ornate like headdress. It looks like an ornate headdress, but also like she's trying to put her face through a decorative mirror. Maybe this is a secret trailer for The Matrix. Oh, I'll cross into the movie world, and then yeah. she just cuts her face up. Okay, woman in her is. underwear right off the bat. All right, looks okay. like she's having some kind of ritual. I was going to say, that looks an like Halsey. album and film experience by Halsey. Oh, it's a short well, film. Okay. Album produced by Trent Reznor. Okay. That's cool. And now I'm back in. I mean, I, I don't IMAX. have anything like personally like against Halsey. I just, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't make me want to watch it. Mm-hmm. That's a reason for me to be like, I can find something else. This is very interesting. It's very sexy. So it's 
the oh. oh oh naked women in a pool pregnant we got all sorts of stuff happening it's a lot of imagery going on i wonder who directed this this is interesting i can find out if i can't have power directed by oh what did that say Interesting, very interesting, Halsey. Colin Tilly. I don't Colin know. Colin Tilly. That is. All right. Well, we're going to find out what Colin Tilly Let's is find known out for. Who he is. Let's find out what Colin Tilly does. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Just saw one scroll by. The protege. We don't need to watch it. Uh, early reviews are that it's terrible. <gasps> Prisoners of Ghostland, and it's a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> oh, man. Please press play. Any word on Colin Tilly? I am looking at it right now. Man. He directed something for Kendrick Lamar. Oh, so he's a music video director. He's a music video director. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 That's all. DJ Khaled, Justin Bieber, Justin Bieber, KMG, Nikki Jam, Megan, Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, he's all over the place for this stuff. He's done several things for Megan Thee Stallion. So Bieber, uh, this trailer is, Cardi three, B. is yeah. three seconds in and it's already nuts. So. It's Nicolas Cage. In his underwear? In, 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 he's in his underwear. He's shackled. He's still my beating heart. In looks like Japan, but there's a cowboy in is all that, white there hold on. for some reason. Hold on. Oh, for a split second with the way that angle, I thought it was Jim Carrey with a beard in a white <laughs> cowboy hat. And I was like, Jim Carrey and Nicolas Cage? I'm down. What is this? What is happening? He is in a Western ninja. Oh, my God. Now he's in a, a future suit. <laughs> oh, no. Each armed is equipped with an explosive, explosive device. device. Your trousers are also equipped with explosive. Oh, right on his nuts. Oh, this is is That's this a subtle. comedy? It looks like it might be. From the studio that brought you Mandy. Mandy in the Color of Space. I love both of those. What? Hold on. Turned with Bernice. So if he doesn't bring the guy's daughter back from ghost areas, he's going to die? Apparently. Oh, so this is just a wildly crazy post-apocalyptic, like... Oh, okay. Yeah. Whatever it wants to be. With the girl from The Mummy. Okay. The new one, not the good one. Oh. <laughs> this is nuts. This looks like... Oh, I and I am a fan of the bold and the outrageous. This looks like a. This looks French. This looks very French. Yeah, it looks so over the top and strange. It looks like neo French. Yeah. It. I'm in, man. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you I'm know all me. about this. It's Nick Cage. I'm gonna watch it. This movie looks crazy. <laughs> Straight up insanity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the reviews was straight up insanity. The wildest movie I've ever made. Nicholas Cage. Cage said that. That was a quote from Nicholas Cage. It was the wildest movie I've ever made. Prisoners of Ghostland of the Ghostland. That looks Prisoners great. Prisoners of the Ghostland. That looks crazy. I'm into that. I'm gonna definitely choose my choose so, my some moment of these to watch movies that. I'm skipping past because I'm just like I don't care. Oh, we don't need to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what they are from from the stills. All right, and I think we've exhausted all we've the new exhausted. trailers. We have exhausted some stuff. All right. All right. Um, let's talk about... I've got a little couple of things to some movie news real quick. Okay. Um, Michael K. Williams died yes. this week. That Rest was a giant bummer. Rest in peace to Michael K. Rest Williams. Rest in peace, my man. That was very um, sad. He's honestly. Very great did you talent. ever watch The Wire? 
I haven't watched the wire. I don't want to be one through. of those people that's like, you gotta watch the wire. Why yeah. aren't you watching the wire? It's the only. It's like when Bad, Breaking Bad came out. You yeah. Know? It's like Walking Dead, all that stuff. You have to watch it. Do I? Yeah. Um, I would say watch the first season. Okay. And then don't bother with the rest of it. Um, not mm. that it's bad. It's just the first season's the best. And, okay. And you know, second season kind of goes a little bit deviates from the plot line. And then they realize that second season, you don't want to watch a bunch of Irish dock workers steal stuff. You want to watch the Baltimore, the inner city Baltimore drug trade. Uh-huh. So they move back to that. Gotcha. But Michael K. Williams, truthfully, in the later city, he he makes that show. Like, he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Dude is always solid with what he does. So, so such a bummer to see that. Yeah. Um, initial reports are that he was, um, excuse me, that it was a uh, drugs and alcohol related. Mm-hmm. He never really made it a secret that he struggled with that. Mm-hmm. We talk about it openly, so I would be surprised if it was anything other than that. I'm sure it's related to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Owen Wilson has joined uh, Tiffany Haddish and Lakeith Stanfield in the Haunted Mansion reboot, cool. which I think will be very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be fun to watch him. Oh, wow, ghosts. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, this place is haunted. Oh. Yeah. He's all uh, in on the Disney uh, on the Disney uh, thing now. Oh, he's just going to make all the yeah. money. I mean, you know. Good for him. Yeah, um, 100%. Let's see. Uh, and then uh, Amazon, I just saw the teaser trailer for uh, the Wheel of Time show from Amazon. Hmm, what's that which, about? Uh, Wheel of Time is a 14, they call them volumes. For, not books, volumes. <laughs> yeah. Because they're super long. I tried to read them one time, and um, someone gave me a book, and I looked at the page numbers, and I was like, excuse me? I do not have time for this. <laughs> I'm sorry? I don't have a Wheel of Time for this. Um, so, yeah, so it is a super long-running, uh, highly regarded, uh, science fiction, uh, sorry, it's a high sci-fi, uh, sci- sci- get your mind out of science fiction, uh, yeah. fantasy, uh-huh. high, high fantasy, um, uh, show, or books and show where women are the only one, magic exists, but it's only available to a very select few, and those few are women. Okay. As far as I understand it. Now, granted, I haven't read the books and I haven't read synopsis just because it's such an undertaking. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me that it's the women that can access magic. And so, in this world, and um, it's supposed to be exceptional and uh, highly award-winning. So, I'm very, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing that. Rosamund Pike is in it. and uh, There she is. There she is on the TV. And yeah, it looks, it's, it looks fun. I've, I've had tons of people tell me that I need to read the series, but I've just never gotten around to it because like a really award-winning show that lasts like 10 seasons there's just a lot to get into so mm-hmm. yeah have you seen the trailer for um oh man oh why the last man i have mm-hmm. again i don't know if i'll make time in my schedule to watch it but it looks good yeah it does it looks interesting i'm not going to take it off my list mm-hmm. i'll put it that way it'll stay on my list i'm looking forward to watching it at some point but i don't know if i'll be one of the early adapters this looks them. good. Uh, this uh, what is it called again? The Wheel of Time. The Wheel of Time. It looks good. It looks like there's a lot of money in it. Like oh, there's a ton of money in it. Amazon, you know, threw the the kitchen sink at it. Me thinks they're looking to try and take the new Game of Thrones mantle before the new Game of Thrones TV shows come out. Right. Which I don't think will be hard because I feel like we're all a little fatigued over Game of Thrones. I think so. I didn't even finish the show. I was so tired of hearing about it. Yeah, this looks great, though. It looks really fun, It looks right? well done. It looks like a little bit like Game of Thrones meets The Witcher. Mm-hmm. At least from what I can see. But, yeah. But, but with, yeah. with way more uh, 
coherency for the season one as opposed to The Witcher. <laughs> I was going to say way more visual effects. Yes. Well, I love The Witcher because it's like, well, this is fun, but what's happening? Yeah. But yeah, so Wheel of Time. That looks cool. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Saw All right. that today and was like, cool. Nice. Definitely down for that. Um, Man, you got any more um, movie news bits before That's we it. get We're into them? We're kind the- of in a weird little like area right now during the year where we don't have quite the like the fall cons haven't quite kicked up and all the news that from the summer cons has and there wasn't a whole lot this year so mm-hmm. so we'll see yeah we will see we will um okay i guess we can get into our review for today Ooh. uh we the both main event yeah the main event we both saw shang chi and the legend of the ten rings and the legend of the Ten Rings, which we didn't really get the legend of the Ten Rings. We got mostly just Shang-Chi. Yeah, we, we got like... We Whole got hell like, of a lot of Shang-Chi. We got like two <laughs> minutes of the uh, of the Ten Rings legend. Um, but we kind of get what they do. Wait, we... I mean, do we? No, we don't. It's like Wonder Woman's lasso. Yeah, I wish they would have kind of come down on like where they came from. I thought that would have been interesting. Well, if we go for it at this point, everybody, if you haven't seen it, stop listening. Yep. Just this, just, I'm not going to be nice about the spoilers. Uh, be- well, before we get into spoilers, what did you think of the movie? Um, and then that way, if people want to stop it or jump ahead or whatever, Perfect. they can. Okay, but uh, what did you think of the movie overall, going into it and then on the other side of it? I'd give it a solid 7 or 8. Okay. 7.5, I think, mm-hmm. out of 10. Um, it's Of the Marvel solo movies, where would you put it? Ooh, I don't know if I'd rank it that high. Oh, really? Unfortunately. That's interesting. I don't feel like it was a very strong offering. I feel like the... We can talk about it, obviously. Okay. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I don't feel like it was a very strong outing for a solo. It kind of felt like a Captain Marvel where they made it because they needed to, mm-hmm. and that's just what they did. Okay, so, but we'll get to it down the yeah, road. Yeah, for so sure. I have my reasons. I know. I believe you. Yeah, uh, how about you? What did you think? I thought it was good. I would rank it a little bit higher. I would give it a solid eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really enjoyed it. Um, and I there were things about the movie that had it been done worse, I would have really been annoyed by. Um, but oh, yeah. I, th- I thought the movie was executed enough. It showed enough restraint when it needed to. Um, yeah, I would I would give it an eight. As far as like Marvel solo movies, I, it's one of my favorite of the solo movies. Really, like the origin movies. You know oh, what I mean? We are gonna have some disagreements. Yeah, <laughs> I like this. this yeah, will be a good. This will be good podcast. Yeah, I I would yeah I would say it's it's a strong outing from Marvel, and it to me it seems like it's going to have a lot more. Uh, rewatchability. Like I already kind of want to watch it again. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought it was good. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Now we're gonna get into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, then, then turn it off. So now. jumping back to the whole thing about us not knowing what the Ten Rings actually do, there is right. that stinger in the end of you know where Wong is telling them that it's seven thousand years old. Which I think that what that means is that it means that the Ten Rings are an Eternals technology. Mm-hmm. I think it's Eternal tech. Um, but uh, we will see. I've been wildly wrong about most of the MCU thus far with my speculations. So yeah, no, I think I'm just going to keep trying. <laughs> that's a pretty good guess, and I think that would be a good way to kind of um, uh, co- like co- make it feel cohesive. Right, because it know? makes me wonder if the things that were trapped behind that giant wall were deviants. Maybe, maybe so, that um, could be that. But again, I also, for those of you listening, this is where my comic book knowledge kind of ends is i am not super familiar with shang chi mm-hmm. obviously there's been a ton of comics around he's supposed to be the bruce like what if we took bruce lee and turned him into a superhero which mm-hmm. i'm like yeah okay that's why i was excited for the movie um and uh yeah but what'd you think of the martial arts in the movie i thought it could have been done better really yeah 
Okay, why, what, so what about it? So it was it? good, but it, it felt too stunty and not enough martial artsy. Like, and I know we're dealing mm-hmm. with superpowered individuals, and there's always right. that kind of takes place with that. But I was hoping for a little bit more of a less Paul Greengrass like close up camera to movement to where we only see the movement and the chaos, as opposed to a choreographed wide shot like the first couple Matrix movies, mm-hmm. where you get a full fight that you can see them do. Um, that's what I was kind of. And th- again, this is all just if I had my way. <laughs> You know, yeah, with the arrogance from that perspective, but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. I felt like it could have been done better. I felt like the set pieces could have been a little bit more fighty, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, more fight based as opposed to spectacle stunt based. Mm-hmm. But I'm not complaining about it. I was just gonna. Say, that's on my own. That's mm-hmm. one of my criticisms. Like if I had done this, or if I would like to have seen this done differently. So, gotcha. You know, I yeah. I think that's. I think. That's going to be like our first area of disagreement. I, so it was jarring for me at first because I, coming off of the martial arts we've seen in like the more martial arts based Marvel properties like sure. The Punisher and um, Daredevil, like yeah. the shows, those are like, those are like more like grounded, like they're more like mm-hmm. fights, you know what I mean? They're more right. brutal, more visceral. I kind of appreciated the fact that this was more of a conscious choice to make it more like a Hong Kong kind of like martial arts film. See, but even in that, I disagree because mm-hmm. I watch a lot of Hong Kong kung mm-hmm. fu martial arts films and there's just there was a something and it's kind of my complaint with the movie overall. Mm-hmm. Like there was just a there's just a level of like Let me break it down to you this way. Okay. First two acts of the movie I thought were fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. I felt like the writing could have been a little bit better. Aquafina's some of her humor felt a little too forced in moments. Like the mm-hmm. act, and I don't want to say this up front. All the actors did an amazing job with what they were given. Yeah, that would. I don't have a problem. My gripe, my issues are not with the actors at all because right. I don't want Simu Liu <laughs> to come after me on Twitter. Um, although, if you want to, please, I would love to talk to you. Um, <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say is, it felt like first two acts, we knew where we were going, knew what we were doing, and we just, even though the stakes were raised in the third, it felt like we lost energy in the third act just Mm -hmm. because and i'll get back to it we spent a lot of time doing stuff that i didn't really feel like we needed to be focused we could have been focusing on other things during the final fight in my opinion now having said that i watch a lot of old kung fu movies donnie yen you know jackie chan's one of our personal you know Mm co-favorites um all that kind of stuff so i was actually expecting a little bit more lean into the kung fu martial arts style but these are all what we're watching right now was a little bit more stunt oriented kind of stuff now this fight that we're watching between him and uh what's this the death dealer Mm -hmm. uh in the beginning this one i thought was amazing yeah see when he doesn't have his powers that's when i feel like the fights are a little bit stronger Mm -hmm. but as the powers start to come out that's where i feel like they lose sort of the energy is because Mm -hmm. you want to see more of this i wanted to see more of this just with the ten rings right Mm -hmm. now granted the ten rings are a super weapon that you can just turn somebody into vapor but theoretically we still don't know the powers but you know what i'm talking about right Right. i just felt like there was a little like of a lack that bus fight scene was amazing yeah it was a great way to open it i think the yeah i i like the so what i liked about this about the what i liked about the combat in this movie is that and this is a great still oh where he just gut punches him in slow-mo on the bus the first dude like why did you choose uh simu for this for this role it's for this shot. Exactly. Like when he throws the oh, punch the in his face. The full power. Like, the full power. Like that dude is one of those guys that when he does 
stunts and like martial arts, even as an actor, I fully believe that he is capable of doing all of that stuff. Yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. Like I said, my problem, I have no issues with the performances in this movie. They were all awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Yeah. I, I think- just wanted more like. Yeah. martial artsiness i think to it i get what you're saying uh the reason why i so at first yeah that's what i was expecting i was expecting the fights to be more daredevil ish um and more like brutal and like more like like you know like right. john wick sure. style you know i like this as a choice because i understand it, like watching the set pieces as set pieces as, like outside of the martial arts, I understand why they chose to go this way with it. One, because of like it kind of fits more, I think, overall with the aesthetic of the movie, which is it's sure, trying sure. to evoke more of like the Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon See, style but, of effect but, of movie. Sure. No, yeah. Finish your statement. And then yeah. I, and I literally thought we were talking. I thought Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I yeah. think I figured out my problem. Yeah. Go there's ahead. some very intentional moments in here that are trying to evoke that style of movie. And this movie overall feels more like the. I think the it's very aptly named, like the Legend of the Ten Rings. This movie feels like a legend being told. Oh, absolutely. Like it feels like if someone were recounting this story, this is how it would be. Almost like 300. Yeah. In the way 300 totally. felt like really stylized. There once was a bus boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> The and now what I like though is that the the fight scenes because of the style of martial arts that they chose, I think the fight scenes feel more elevated than real fights, which I think lends itself well to making the set pieces feel big, like th- like you couldn't have a Daredevil style fight scene and then get away with making your audience believe that it's happening on this runaway bus in San Francisco. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, like no, I feel no, like totally, it would totally. be too grounded and it would detract from like no, no, no. this isn't real. Like you, you could, could do you know it. what I mean? No, you could do it, but you can't have him jumping out of windows and grabbing <laughs> right. onto like poles and like right. flipping around like right. a you know, like a ninja monkey, right? Yeah, exactly. You, know what I mean? you can't have you kind of have to pick no, one. No, no, no. You know no. What I mean? Yeah, no, 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 no. Matt Murdock is not going to be doing that. If he leaves the bus, he's leaving the bus, and you're going to die. Right? Like, he's decided it's a lost. Yeah. Bus. The difference like, between uh, Shang Chi and, and Daredevil is that Daredevil will leave you. Yeah, and Daredevil is. It's like before the bus gets rolling, like everyone's neck is broken. You know what I mean? Oh like, no, Daredevil <laughs> just kills everybody. Yeah. Like there is no warning. Like, hey man, I don't want to give you the pendant. He just like yeah. takes one of his like um, takes one of his uh, combat sticks, yeah. his night sticks, and yeah. just shoves it down your throat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until you're dead. Like that's him. And then he goes, he pulls a Han Solo. Sorry about the mess, and then leaves the bus. Yeah. Like, for me... Shang-Chi will rescue you and everybody from the bus. Daredevil will just accomplish the mission and be like, yeah, I'm out. So, for me, there is a... there is because, Keeping in mind what I think they're trying to accomplish with each set piece... Because the hard part about a, a martial arts movie in the Marvel Universe, and I think where Iron Fist got it wrong, is... This movie being a movie, and not a Netflix show, has to compete set... set uh, set-piece-wise, with other Marvel properties in the sense that the set-pieces have to be as exciting. And it's really, really difficult to do that with martial arts. We've seen it done successfully, I think, in some of the Netflix shows, like Daredevil and Punisher. Um, But this would have felt a little bit more of the same to me if they had gone that route. Sure. And and to me, for me, there's there's just enough of, like, really cool, like, kung fu feeling like you know hong kong martial arts movie stuff in here Mm -hmm. mixed in with the more 
you know, Marvel-y kind of like, you know, choreographed stuff. There's right. enough of it to like be like, all right, movie. Like this, I think this is a good, this is a good example. We're watching the beginning of the bus scene. Now, the bus scene is about to become a CGI. It's going to look like something out of Venom, like, but done well oh, better. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, dude, way better. I saw that, you know too, and I was like, oh, so we're skimping on the budget on that, <laughs> on the rendering? Yeah. Like, okay. So th- there's about to be a lot and of, I like... I say, that initial thing got me very nervous for the rest of yeah. the thing. And I honestly think, truthfully, it's one of my problems with it, is the CGI wasn't quite as polished as mm-hmm. I was hoping. That's why I bring it up to Captain Marvel, is the CGI mm-hmm. just wasn't as polished for me. Now... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll keep talking about the bus, but real quick with the hidden crouching tiger, hidden dragon, that's mm-hmm. a wonderful point. I'll back it up and we can compare. I don't just don't want to lose steam on that real yeah. quick. Um, my problem was mm-hmm. that they didn't lean enough into the crouching tiger, hidden dragon. It mm-hmm. occupies this weird space in the middle for me where I go, right. it's not hallway fight daredevil enough or Punisher in the mm-hmm. bar in season two enough, and it's not quite crouching tiger enough. Yeah, but that's where I feel like the, the uh, movie. Yeah. I feel like the movie is afraid to lean into what it tries to be its own thing. And I think ultimately it tries to do so much. I mean, its focus is on so many different things. I think ultimately that's its downfall is it didn't quite nail down all of the stuff. You know what I mean? It's got so many disparate Uh, stuff going on. It didn't quite cohesive. That's why I gave it a Mm 7.5 is because if it had that competency, Mm -hmm. even without the martial arts, I would have been like, cool, it's an eight, eight and a half for me. But because of the CGI, because of it didn't feel like it fully committed into what it needed to, Mm -hmm. that's where I kind of was like, it was good. It was entertaining as hell. I'll give it that much. It just wasn't like my favorite. Right. I get that. And totally. And and my my one thing about this movie's martial arts that I was like, I wish they would have honed in on this a little bit more is I w- it's funny. I was just watching John Wick uh, three the other day, and I was oh, watching one of my a uh, favorite movie. Yeah, I was watching a um, some kind of behind the scenes document, something where they were was talking it about, about the stunts. Maybe. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, and they were talking about specifically like his like John Wick's fighting style and how he uses so much like judo and jujitsu in the movie. Like his oh, style is like uh, he's trying to. He's not necessarily trying to strike you. He's trying to incapacitate you by throwing you to the ground and like breaking a limb, which would make sense if he's using close combat. Like right. even his shooting style in that in that movie, if you look yeah. at it, it's it's a close quarters combat shooting style that incorporates gun and fist play, right? Right. Which works perfectly with judo and, and jujitsu. Right. So he's not exactly as we see in the house scene when the guys come for him. Right. Which is, <laughs> hey John. Yeah. Simmons. Yeah. And uh, in, yeah. <laughs> and in this movie. The idea is he's been trained from a very young age to be a very effective, like, assassin. Um, But his fighting style or what he's trying... Like, his fighting style doesn't feel unique to him enough to me to where, like, I understand what he's trying to accomplish when he fights. Or, like, if he's supposed to be trained by the best and has since the time that he was, what, they say he's like his mom dies when he's like six. Yeah, like six years old. Or six years old. Yeah. And then he starts training and then he runs when he's 14. Yeah. So that's almost 10 straight years of everyday nonstop sun up to sundown training to yeah. be an assassin. He doesn't have an d- individual style. If he's supposed to be that good, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, he's not an, assi- an assassin, hasn't kept it up until this point mm-hmm. we run into him. But I go, Ooh. like you said, it doesn't feel unique to him. And it may be, it may be because of. They may it may be because of the writing because it may have been they just needed to I think that's what more is. scenarios that because I think it could have been cool to like each set piece gives him 
a different op- would give him a different opportunity to show off. Because if it, if the idea is he's supposed to be trained in every martial art and he knows everything like, and that's the idea, that's awesome. But like, let's see it. Yeah, I would like to see more opportunities in the set pieces for him to do specific things, right. rather than just like kind of do it all at, at once. It kind of feels very like it feels like like a blender. T- you know? feels like they just took the '80s generic version of I do karate <laughs> and just like <laughs> threw it in there and like he does karate. Yeah, but like yeah. you know, there's like a bunch of different martial arts like focuses like yeah but this one we just call it karate it's yeah we ju- it's, it's just karate yeah exactly it's <laughs> 80s karate yeah um so yeah that that being said though yeah. i think there's some really this bus scene is a really cool example oh, of like they give you the so like much fun they give you the kind of the grounded like all right let's see a long take of like some combat and then we'll get into the flowery stuff yeah and the scene is really effective to me um I think in the movie... First of all, if someone... If we're about to get into a fight with a guy that looks like Simu... Yeah. And his... Am I saying that right, Simu? Simu. Simu? Yeah. Okay, cool. I just want to make sure that I'm getting everything correct. Because I've only seen it in writing. Yeah. I've like heard it. Yeah, so it's I'm Simu. Like, what, yeah, okay. So when Aquafina goes, does this look like a guy that can fight? If I saw a guy that looked like Simu, hell yeah, that's a dude that looks like he can fight. <laughs> yeah. He's jacked. Yeah. Yeah, he's very jacked. He's I like that they so keep him in like, like jackets fight and stuff. level jacked. Yeah. yeah. I like that they try to hide it with like jackets totally, and stuff. Yeah. But it's like, nah, dude. We no, can... no, no. I see your six pack from yeah. like space. Also, uh, it's interesting. We're watching some clips. Um, this came out September 5th. Mm-hmm. When was that? A couple days ago. Yeah. This take is different in the movie. Yep. Because he headbutts Aquafina in the movie. Oh, he does. Yeah, and this he kind of just shoves her, which is a little bit. I'm sure yeah. they got both because they're like, this headbutt might be a it's little a, too. <laughs> I was a little like, whoa. Yeah, that's a bit aggressive there. Friends. Yeah, and the continuity is kind of bad because like she's not. There's no like mark later. She's not bleeding no, or anything. There's a, that's if my a problem. grown man headbutts you in the mouth, which I've had it happen. <laughs> yeah, you're losing teeth. Like you know no joke, I mean? dude. I've yeah. had it happen. It knocked one of my front teeth loose. Also, these guys are hilarious because they're obviously Stuck stunt boys. performers for their first. Like, time like he's make like, it, make your mean face yeah, exactly. you know what i mean yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's my first acting job brett make it count yeah it's uh, so funny but yeah dude like headbutt a headbutt is no joke yeah and oh no he did he- wait oh he just puts his hand on her face and shoves her down uh, it kind of looked like a headbutt that time maybe i'm tripping i think you might be tripping let me see maybe we're both tripping yeah <laughs> There we go. Oh, no, he shoved, shoved Yeah, it's a okay. hand shove. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, um, ah! But that and then slow he, motion, like, yes. just diaphragm gut punch. Like, it's just like, oh. Also, Shang, I love... Shang-Chi has entered the chat. Also, you can tell <laughs> this is, like, take 3,000. Yep. Because the extras are just, like, not amused. Like... That lady oh, to yeah, the right the, is... The, yeah, the <laughs> black lady to the she's right just like, the oh, She's like, that's oh, look, that gentleman just got punched, huh? If well, you saw back a guy, to my book. If you saw a guy punch a guy in the stomach and he went flying, you'd be like... I would oh be, my, You'd be running, first dude, of all. I would stand up, <laughs> I would pull the emergency brake, and I'd get the hell off that train. Yeah. She's just like kind of, oh, that's interesting. She's like, oh, wow, look at Tuesday. Yeah. And then this, this little sequence here is really good, where he takes care of both of <clears> these guys. Yep. Oh, that's cool. I did like the one thing I did. I really did like about the martial arts that they use in this movie, this especially sequence, for him. Yeah, is how he uses the environment to his advantage. Like yeah. runs up the wall and like that dude was hilarious. Yeah, the dude from Crashing. <laughs> oh, he is uh, the dude from Crashing. Yeah, Pete Holmes show. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that guy's really funny. 
I also like this scene in particular feels very Jackie Chan to me, which yes. I really liked. Oh, I did too. Like the whole bit with the jacket was really good. It's extremely Jackie Chan and Donnie Yen. Yes. Which makes sense because Donnie Yen comes from Jackie Chan's school, mm-hmm. but it was very much that. Like I was actually hoping for one of the initial casting, like one of the initial casting deals, I was hoping Donnie Yen would play Shang-Chi. Yeah. He's a little too cool. old. Yeah. But yes. I would like to see Donnie Yen in this at some point. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, this jacket this guy's wearing uh, in the middle is a Carhartt work in pro- progress jacket, and it probably retails for like four hundred five hundred. Oh, it probably <laughs> does. I'm so sad that Carhartt's a fashion brand. Now. Yeah. Also, I was looking for like background I w- are, stuff. Yeah. Is there any yeah. like are there any like uh, Easter eggs in this? Scene? I don't know. I need. This is where I haven't had time. So to we're really walking go through the Fight Club right now. Yeah. I haven't really had time to dig in. That dude has to be a part of the X-Men universe. Is that what's or something. his name? Um, Scott's brother? Scott oh, Summers? Oh, Havoc? Havoc, yeah. It might be Havoc. That's kind of his vibe, right? He kind of does it that. Is. But also, it doesn't quite look like... It might be a placeholder for people to be like, oh, wow. I'm not sure. My favorite part about the entire Fight Club deal was when she looks. He's like, I love your spike mask. And the guy's like, hey, thanks. Yeah, hey, thanks. <laughs> like, he's just really totally funny. not intimidating yeah, at all. so funny. <laughs> hey, thanks. Let's see. Like, uh, you're clearly not a threat. Abomination, Abomination is up, here. That's is really dope. cool. What is their relationship with him and Wong? That's yeah. the question. <laughs> yeah, because they, it's a worked fight. Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah. he's like, man, man, maybe, maybe pull your punches it's next a time. Go or down whatever. The third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I love that. So, I wonder if. So, hit me. So, with Spider Man. The that clip that everyone's like, oh, that could be lizard, oh, it could be venom, it could. <gasps> I think that's abomination. abomination, and I think abomination is working. I think so. I think the big first, um, the big first act, like, um, set piece is, uh, Peter, um, stealing whatever that box is that he steals from right. Doctor Strange, um. And Doctor Strange chasing Peter mm. with Wong, and then uh, Wong shows up with Abomination, and Abomination is is in that chase scene as well. Oh, interesting. That's that's what I think is that could be fun. Yeah, I think they're like friends or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I also like that Wong Peter. just disappears to go beat the crap out of people too. <laughs> yeah, Wong's I like awesome. That, I like that he just goes on vacation to like <laughs> to just random fight clubs. I gotta go know? get out my anger. I'm like, all right, I'll see you in an hour. Yeah, that's so funny. That's how he, that's how he gets his. Uh, it's his jollies. This, uh, this now this was one of my favorite really set pieces. It was very this fun. Was, I, w- I did not expect this from this very movie. Very reminiscent of a bunch of kung fu movies. Mm-hmm. But for those of you that are f- only familiar with American cinema, it's very reminiscent of Rush Hour Two. Yep, I love that. I love that they made the choice that this the Ten Rings organization they don't carry guns. No, I like, like that. Too. I, I like that because obviously well, it, would, it requires it would, a. a uh, suspension of disbelief, but that's what you have to do for it kung fu movies. It would negate the entire movie. <laughs> right? Simu <laughs> would be like, "All right, I'm gonna kick," and then blam. Yeah. Well, in, well, normally in like kung fu movies that don't do that, like they have to make an unrealistic choice to like every time he's come up with a gun, he has to find a way to like evade or knock or, the gun out of people's or hands. Or my other favorite, <laughs> yeah, is the bad guy takes it and points it at him. It's like, no, I'm gonna fight you. It and throws it away. <laughs> Like, why would you do that? You have that tactical no superiority. Sense. Yeah. Like, I'm not a violent person, but like yeah. in that moment, I don't care. You're probably better at martial arts than me, and yeah. I have a gun. Like, like I really enjoy guns. This were sequence. invented specifically to kill people that are good at martial arts. Yeah. I, I re- there's a lot of CG in the sequ- CGI in the sequence, yeah. but I really enjoyed it. 
Uh, this sequence also raises the stakes a lot because there's people actually dying. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. Imagine if you were one of those people at the bottom of that skyscraper and oh, there's and bodies just falling and mm-hmm. splattering all over and the place. And they're dressed like ninjas. This is why I... Yeah, exactly. This is why I... That's one of those quickly, quickly, yeah, quickly. Come on, kids. We're going home. It's why, like, a lot of this stuff in the Marvel Universe, I, I know we're supposed to be heroes that don't, like, hurt people. We're putting that in quotes, like Batman. Mm-hmm. But, like, straight up, there's a body count in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like, they are murderers. Mm-hmm. Just, like, cold-blooded murderers. Like, the one that we always go back to is Captain America threw a Harley <laughs> at a bunch of Hydra agents, and the camera just moves on like they didn't just turn into pulp. Yeah. See if there's I've never really seen any Aquafina in anything before. This is my first real. I've seen clips, obviously, here and there. Uh huh. But um, this is my first time really seeing her in something, and I enjoyed her. But I felt like some of her, some of her humor, just felt a little bit forced. Yeah. And like ill-timed. Yeah. And I again, think... I don't think it was her. It was the writing. Yeah, I think she she's being asked to do a lot. She carries the <laughs> entire like. Yeah, she's all. She's the only comic relief in this movie. I mean, yeah, their their back and forth together was really fun. Uh-huh. I will say it really did feel like an old school like longtime friendship. Um, and I did like how I did like how throughout the movie, uh, Shang just kind of doesn't take things seriously. Mm-hmm. He's kind just kind of like, okay, like mm-hmm. this is it. Now a bunch of ninjas are happening. Like. This seems about the same as any, because <laughs> yeah. he grew up in an insane environment. Right. So it's like, oh, yeah, this is just a normal Tuesday. Yep. He's like, um, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah. What I don't did know. you think about the fight scene between um, the Mandarin and uh, his wife? In, oh, like the, the... I didn't understand why they were sexy fighting. <laughs> well, they, they clearly loved each other. Point. Oh, yeah. Well, AJ looked at me and she was like, are they in love? And I was like, apparently. Yeah. I don't like. The whole trope i've seen it in the 300 sequel you see it in a, a bunch of martial arts movies it doesn't jive with me mm-hmm. i feel like honestly though i feel like the actual like um chinese japan korean they do that a bit better because yeah. there is a bit more of like a lore to it mm-hmm. as opposed to um you know as opposed to what's uh you know what we got which was they did I don't know every time American film tries to do it it doesn't quite work for me I know what you're you saying. know what I mean right now we're watching a test fight between Simu and a looks like a stunt coordinator guy uh, for Shang Chi and this looks pretty good <laughs> now is he now Simu is he a martial artist before acting or did he learn martial arts for this here's the thing I don't think so I think he learned it I think he got into it as he started acting. But not, but more like, yeah, for like uh, stunt stuff. I love the guy just chilling in the back. Yeah. Because he looks like, I mean, he looks fairly natural at all the movements. He like, does, yeah. Simu Liu. Yeah, he does look good. Okay, um, let's see. Going through the rest of the movie. So we talked about the martial arts. We've talked about the fight clubs. We've got the fight club. We've got the scaffolding fight that we did. Do you we like? Discussed. Do you like the the tin rings themselves? Like as a weapon? Like as a super powered weapon? Do you? Do you, oh, you like mean them? the League of Shadows? No, 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 <laughs> no. I mean the actual rings. Oh, the actual. Yeah, the actual. The I thought you were talking about the organization. Oh like, no, yeah, the League of Shadows. Yeah, That's exactly, the same thing. exactly. Um, Here's the th- I like the I like the power skill set that we see in the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where it will go. I'm mm-hmm. um, not really sure uh, where the magic comes from, where you can change them, change their colors. Yeah, that was not explained. That was very strange. <laughs> so um, I so 
the, let's get into that. I think we can get into a larger conversation about the yeah, magic. Sure. I so I I'm of two minds about um the magic in the movie because at first I was like, man, I'd really like to understand like where like where this all came from and like why. But yeah. I but on at the same time, I also love that they don't they don't explain it because what that means is like, look, we're in a universe where there is just magic shit. And it just is. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kind of like that. that. With yeah. WandaVision. It's right. Like, you just have to accept the fact that there's magic now. And you're like, right. cool. And also, I don't. I do. Just make it competent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I also don't think that there was a. Was there. Were there any other Marvel characters like acknowledged in this movie by anybody else? You know. Like, did they name drop the Avengers or anything? No, they didn't really name drop anybody. This might they, be uh, a different universe. Here's the thing. Mm hmm. But it's not. Okay. Because of my least favorite part of this entire movie and my uh -huh. least favorite part of the entire MCU. Okay, what's that? Ben Kingsley. Oh, that's right. That's I, right. Now, here's the thing. I have no problem with Ben Kingsley. I love him as an actor. I will watch him in anything. Mm -hmm. Except where he plays that abominable character from that... I'm trying so hard not to just swear up a storm right now. <laughs> I can't... You know this about me, but the listeners that may not know, I hate Iron Man 3 with the fire of a thousand suns because it mm -hmm. is a terribly done movie. Like, mm -hmm. to me, the worst movie ever made in the MCU is The Dark World. Second only to that, in my opinion, is Iron Man 3. Okay. Because they took, they, they took, they led us up to promise us to believe that we would see a major Iron Man villain mm -hmm. and then they undercut the rug and they tried to do the extremist storyline but they didn't even try to do it well they just were like oh we're just gonna call it what it is it's like no you are t you're t completely bastardizing the extremist storyline plus you're adding all these elements into this other deal and we've got a five you know we've have you know uh, a stopover in the movie where he hangs out with a little kid who is now apparently just part of the mcu now mm -hmm. which i'm like no um <laughs> Stop trying to make Harry Keener a thing. Yeah. Like just either put him in a suit or don't, but dangling him around, be like, he works with because he's part of the new Spider-Man ride. Where he's oh. like, he's like, oh, I help make all the repulsors and everything like that. It's like, you're fake. Get out of here. Yeah. Um <laughs> you fake characters. Yeah. Um But yeah, so I just I hate the fact that they brought that character in. And I granted they needed somebody to talk to have like have the little like magical you know, faceless pig wing. Right. I want to. I want to hang out with Morris. He seems like a good time. Yeah. But the problem is, is that character. Li that character links them to the same universe. Right. Um. But I hate that character and the existence and everything that he has to do with everything in the MCU. So mm -hmm. I That's one of the reasons why I think I didn't enjoy this movie as much is because mm -hmm. something that I so viscerally cannot stand. <laughs> yeah. Was just being paraded around the screen like, oh yeah, Iron Man three was great. It's like it is one of the worst movies ever made about superheroes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So that's my that was my problem. So you that's how I know that though it's in the same the same universe. Mm -hmm. To me, I don't even think they needed to add that character. They could have just said the dad, you know, have the you know the the Mandarin talk about, yeah, they tried to do this and they lied about me, but because they didn't know my name, it didn't carry into the weight. You know? Yeah. I also like that he doesn't call himself the Mandarin yes, because he recognizes nice. how derisive that is. Well, <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. Like he wouldn't call himself the Mandarin. That's I am like a... <laughs> the Mandarin. Even out of your mouth, it still seems racist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like that. I like that he yeah. his character is like smarter than that. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Agree. Like I that agree. was good. Um I liked his character. Yeah. He was great. Yeah, no, just I think the absentee asshole dad that's mm -hmm. just like, you're gonna do what I want. It's like, yeah, but I didn't want to be a killer. So yeah, and I like that he was 
sort of a um they humanized him by making him kind of like a tragic character. Yeah. Where like he really did love his wife and like that's what he's trying to do. Like he's I mean, he's got he's a guy who's literally hearing voices like yep. my wife is calling out to me. I kind of like that element and he wasn't just some mustache twirling bad guy. Exactly. You know? Because if he didn't have that voice coming from beyond the void, it mm-hmm. wouldn't have worked. If he was just like, I'm a mustache twirling bad man with ain't with like ancient fun power rings mm-hmm. and I'm gonna break this door open for no reason. It's like ooh. Yeah. Ooh, um, what did you I f- want to be in charge. <laughs> I'm so tired of just seeing that. Yeah, I also so I I wanted to ask you, what did you think about the the big bad monster at the end? Like that came out of the gate. Eh. Yeah. That and the dragon, mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah, I would have much rather, much rather have gotten to the point where they almost broke through, mm-hmm. but not quite. I feel like with the addition, so that's my problem with this movie in the third act is mm-hmm. it tries to raise the stakes, but it tries to shoot them to the moon, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't. My my personal humble personal opinion, mm-hmm. you don't need to keep raising them that high. We already have this thing where a guy with essentially nuclear bombs on his arms mm-hmm. is coming to destroy this village. That's enough. Yeah. We don't need these soul-sucking aliens to turn it together. We all work together. Like, yeah. I don't know. It just felt forced <laughs> and contrived and kind of trite. Yeah. And I, I just, was, I don't know. Yeah, I was hoping that... I love Michelle Yeoh, though. Yes. Anytime w- <laughs> she shows up, it's a good time. I was hoping that behind the wall would have been like Mephisto or something. Yeah. Like, See, I was hoping it would have been something like more. That had greater implications right, to the rest of the... Right, as opposed to yeah. just like, and now it's monster time, yeah. and we're going to spend 15 minutes riding around right. on the back of a dragon. <laughs> now, with that being said, I do like that sometimes they're like... Because what that does is it sets precedent that like... So, again, I'm of two minds. I, I wish they would have done like made the monster be like Mephisto or something like that. But I also respect the choice to just make it a giant Cthulhu monster. I mean, I do too. Yes, <laughs> because that what that does is it sets precedent that like yo in this multiverse in this universe like there are just monsters sometimes. You know I, what I mean? True. And I think I figured <laughs> I out like what, what part of where I'm coming from is I've been reading the comics for so long, and right. maybe not Shang Chi, but like. I've been reading Doctor Strange a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I'm going back on the Jason Aaron run because I finished the Gore the God Butcher run. Yeah. God, I'm so excited for Christian Bale <laughs> to play Gore. He's perfect. But with, you know, but with um, Shang-Chi and Doctor Strange, I'm just used to there being magic in the world. And I forget that for a lot of people, they're not used to that happening in the MCU. So you right. do kind of have to throw these Cthulhu flying dragon, you know, dragon demons like, out into the world just to be like, whoa, an unnamed evil. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, and I also liked, too, that it was like, I, yeah, like, while I would have liked it for, to be Mephisto, I liked that it was just like, hey, man, the legend was true. A dragon helped us keep these monsters behind this yeah. wall. Please do not move the wall. We weren't lying and put your hands in your pockets. Damn it. We can't take you anywhere. Yeah, I liked that the people were right. They were like, hey, man, don't open that door. I think it would have been really funny. Guang Bo, the guy with the, the, the bow, the archery leader, the military uh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. It would be really funny for the dragon to come out and have somebody look at him and be like, we weren't lying. <laughs> yeah, what did you think? We were kidding? What did kidding? you think? We were kidding? <laughs> there's a reason why there's a giant wall there's there. There's a reason why we walked you through the hall of wood decorative stuff to tell you the story. Do you know how long it took to build that gate? <laughs> Good Lord, do you know how long Out it, of dragon scales? Do you know scales? how long it took to carve the wood story hallway that we have? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We, we laid it out for it. you. Yeah. <laughs> I have splinters the size of baseball bats in my hands. It hurts. Yeah. That was very funny. That is that would have been good. Um, um yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just 
there was just a little there was too much happening at the end. Yeah. I agree. I just wanted to see Shang fight his dad, get the rings, mm-hmm. be like, you know, that can like the problem is the whole moment of him sitting by the lake the night before looking at Aquafina and going, I'm gonna go kill my dad mm-hmm. loses some of, if not a lot of, the momentum. When there's a Cthulhu dragon soul sucker and his army of other tiny squid people, a dragon and his sister who also has the the Wonder Woman rope, apparently, that just indeterminate <laughs> length and usage. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think a tiny little single arrow shot through the throat of that giant monster no. would do a whole lot. I mean, it was made of dragon skin. Unless she's got a magic bow. <laughs> yeah. But uh, again... Yeah. Just be like, you found the magic bow of blah, 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 blah. Be like, oh, that's why it worked. <laughs> yeah. Do you like um, do you like Shang-Chi's outfit that he gets gifted to him? The, oh, dragon, the dragon skin, skin outfit? I think it's good. But for one, for some, and I know it looks better with the rings on his arms, but for some weird reason, that three-quarter sleeve thing, it didn't work for me. Because he still looks like. it works for me when it's his dad. I don't know why. It doesn't work for me because we like we've seen him as a valet earlier, and he still looks like a valet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of just looks like a bellhop. <laughs> it looks very casual. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. It looks like he works in a hotel. Yeah. So let's get a, f- a still frame of this. If yeah, we can. for sure. Now I will say this: as far as three quarter sleeves go, and the uh, the rings on it, that scene where his dad takes him as a kid to go like beat up the dudes in the uh, that beat up his that killed his mom. Right uh-huh. when he's like, I'm gonna remind them who I am. Right, that kind of deal, dude. His double breast '90s cut, double breasted suit, like shark skin color suit with the black shirt and the sleeves rolled up to a three quarter. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a good look. Yeah, I want to rock that look at my next wedding that I have to go to. Mm-hmm. Just take it, take a suit, get it, buy it. Alter it, tailor it, and just have them cut it for a three-quarter length, like sleeve roll up. Cool, yeah. that would be cool looking. So I, so I love the idea that like what he's wearing is like a culturally appropriate garment from whatever culture his mother was from. That like their that magic village Secret or village whatever. Fun time. Yeah, I like that. That's why it is that. Um, you just have to pass the candy cane ri- forest and <laughs> right. go through the sea of swirly twirly. I drum also drops. like that he has magical parents. I like Me that. too. I like that because to me that's like a new thing in the Marvel universe to have totally. just like fantastical parents and that's why he has powers. Totally. Like I kind of like that. Dude for real, straight up when yeah. she when his mom was wearing the mask in the beginning, I thought that she was the dragon. Oh yeah, that like, would have been really cool. We have a moment underwater she's like my son. Yeah. You're like and now you have all of the powers. Well, I I thought that so I thought they were going to do a, you know, they just did this in um spoiler alert for um Black Widow. Mm. I thought they were going for the mom was going to be like the the training death dealer yes. mask wearing. I was like that might be the mom, but then I was like ah, the further it went along, I was like nah, that doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. But um, I so I like the top. I like that it's dragon skin, and I like that it's from a magic dragon, so it makes it like more strong. Why didn't they give him new pants? That's that, and that's where and I'm new going. Shoes, and that's one of my other problems. <laughs> that's where I'm and going. I have a point that AJ made in the middle of the movie, and I'll bring it up. Yeah, hopefully, when he shows up again, wherever he shows up next, he has a more complete suit. I don't like the slacks and whatever shoes he had I mean, on. Bellhop slacks and high top, like I think they're Nikes or Reeboks, and then whatever shirt. Why did they? If he needs a suit of armor, yeah, to fight a bunch of soul sucking squid demons. Mm-hmm. Why do they only give him a shirt? 
That yeah, that's very weird to me. Like AJ why also not? had a problem with the fact that they wear chacos the entire time. What are chacos? So chacos are those super strappy like Tiva sandals that are oh. like I can hike in these and not have to wear socks. It's like remember it was worn by all the kids when we were in college that were like they wore the beanies in like ninety five uh, degree weather. Yeah, and they're talking about how the shoe industry man and you're yeah. like they're not gonna stop making shoes just because you don't wear shoes. Yeah. So yeah, I would have liked to see the outfit be a complete outfit, like completely made and of dragon skin. We'll probably see that next time because we sure. also didn't get a whole hell of a lot of him like really using the rings, you know? Right. It was more like, wow, I can spin them. And I went, sweet. Yep. Can you do anything else? No. All right. Cool. Maybe next time. Yep. Um. Yeah. I think. So yeah. Overall, I can't wait to watch this. Um. An interview with the uh, the actor oh, playing Tony the villain Leung yeah. is so good. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I love him in everything. Um, but yeah, I and I can't wait to watch that. Uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch of. all of the making of behind the scenes stuff um, when I get a chance. But yeah, so I mean, overall, yeah, it left some to be desired. The main thing I liked about this movie, if I'm being completely honest, and the main thing that made have it really been, have you been lying to me this yeah, entire time? I've been lying this entire it's time. It's been two hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> You've been lying to me. <laughs> the thing I liked most about this movie is that it felt different, a yes. from everything else, which is. Has become surprisingly a lot to ask for from Marvel. Oh my God! Right? <laughs> and then, Didn't and then, used to be. And two, not only did it feel different, but it felt. It, this might sound like I'm saying the same thing, but I think I'm saying something different. It felt different, but it also felt unique to itself. Yeah. In the way I think that that's a fair Black Panther did as well. Yeah. You know totally. what I mean? Like it feels exactly. like. It feels like it has its own identity. It very you know much I mean? is its own thing. Right. And I think like Black Panther definitely had that. I think Captain Marvel did not. Captain Marvel felt like right. it just it was so so freaking close. <laughs> yeah. That's what <laughs> frustrates me about that movie. I'm right. Like, if you same thing with this movie, like if you just leaned in just a little bit harder yeah. to what you were trying to do, or, or even you like, would have been yeah. so you would have been a ten out of ten. Yeah. Or even like the way the first two Thor movies didn't really feel like their own thing. It felt yeah. like Man, I bet you wish the other Avengers were here right now. Well, I guess we're just going to make this so we can put them in the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This this definitely feels like its own thing. It feels it, like, like it's a contained universe. Yeah. Yes, and when so when he shows up elsewhere, it'll feel special. Well, as opposed to like, let's just get him over there. Two you things know? I want to see with him team up, right? Yep. I want to see him team up with Doctor Strange, which obviously now he's in the Sanctum. Like, he's going to be in multiverse of madness of course yeah. this is just doctor strange i think it's literally just doctor strange over the next couple movies just doctor strange assembling reassembling the avengers mm -hmm. after the they've all kind of spread out after endgame and him being like oh i need help yep um but yeah so i want to see him with doctor strange i also think because he's in san francisco it'd be very fun to watch him ant team up with ant-man yeah just him and ant-man on a tear yeah and randall park. <laughs> and as, randall uh, park as woo right or who? Wu, Agent Wu, is that his last name? Oh, Randall Park is Agent Wu. Yeah, is, is yeah. Wu's his last name, right? Wu's his okay, last yeah, name. Yeah. If we're wrong, I scream think at us Wu. on social. I think media. it's Wu. Uh, but yeah, so I think it would be lovely to see all of them running around. Yes. Can you imagine the drunken karaoke scene? They'd have to throw one in there. <laughs> I love that. Wu, I love that joke. Michael Pena. Uh, that was such a great. I love when they called that back. They were like. Or, or, him with Wong. Yeah, dude, when he pops up in the middle. Oh my god! I also love that Wong has a wild side. Like he's I do too. <laughs> like he's this monk that's also like down to party. I'm and also like a fight. cage fighter. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a monk, but uh, he's not a normal monk though, so we can get away with it. It's like yeah. it's not like you'd see a Buddhist monk who's also like, and I do UFC, which also. Which I would love to watch. This, this is man. This is making me think more and more that the Doctor Strange we see in the beginning. Of the Spider-Man trailer is Mephisto. I, I think that uh, I think it's not a coincidence that 
um, Wong just so happens to be going on vacation to Shang Chi Averse. Why we don't know wh- he's going on Shang Chi Averse, but he's definitely going on vacation. Right. I think it's not a coincidence that they're going on that he is going on vacation as the events of this movie are happening. Mm. Because Mephisto, I mean, why why would you want Wong around if you're trying to, you know what I mean, manipulate sure. people? Sure. You know. No, that makes sense. Because I I think Doctor Strange in so. Here's here's the leading reason why I think that's not the real Doctor Strange, at least for some of the trailer, is because Marvel went back and changed the end credit sequence of WandaVision for right. Doctor Strange to be, or someone in a cape to be showing up to sure. where she, I think that's where he is. I think he's assessing the damage of the WandaVision situation. Felt a disturbance and Mephisto's like, I have an opportunity here. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And <laughs> the cat's away. And then when, and then the I evil think. evil demon Satan substitute will play. Which is why the whole, You're we're figuring it out. This is very exciting. Sorry. Which no, is, which don't is, be sorry. Which I is like why this energy. I'm think, glad I'm here in the room with you. I think the first spell, quote unquote, that he's doing for Peter to try to be like, oh, let's let's make everyone forget. Yeah. I think that's just a ruse. I don't think he has those powers. Oh, God, no. I think he's putting on a show for Peter and be like, oh, you messed it up. We can't do it. But yes. I have a way to do it. Yeah. If you use this secret Nexus box or whatever, mm-hmm. and then all you have to do is take it, because Doctor Strange would have something like that in his house. Totally. And Mephisto's like, I can't, like, he probably can't give it to Peter, but Peter can take can take it. Yes, you know what I mean? Because a lot of the spells and stuff that are in the in the Sanctum Sanctorum are you can't touch stuff. They're like relics and They're stuff. They're relics yeah. and they have force fields and like yeah. spells around them where you can't take them and touch yeah, them. So it's probably what yeah. it is where he's like, I being an elder demon god can't <laughs> yeah. touch this because but he's you can. <laughs> but a sixteen year old boy can touch Who's it. Who's pure of heart? <laughs> Who's pure of yes. Who's pure of heart? Touch it for me, yeah. Snow White lad. Yeah. And then when <laughs> and then when the real Doctor Strange comes back then that's probably when the fight scene kicks off. And he's like, Peter, what are you doing? You can't have that. He's like, you just told me I can have it. You're like, no, you can't have that. And then the chase scene Yeah, he's like, happens. but I need it. Yeah. I need it to make sure he's that like, MJ remembers I, me. Yeah, I didn't tell you anything. He's like, yes, you did. I was with you the whole time. I can see that happening. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Um, no, it's good. In any event, so the next thing we have on the Marvel docket, well, we have What If that's going on. Have you been watching that? I Here's the thing. <laughs> the first episode was not great, enough okay. to the point where I started the second episode, and couldn't watch it because I wasn't ready for Chadwick Boseman to be done. I know. So I think I'm going to skip that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm just going to have to really like, it's going to be that one down the road where I go, when I watch it, then he'll finally be dead in my brain. Yeah. I, I'm yes, just not, I'm I not ready. I can't, can't say goodbye yet. Yeah. It's too soon. I, so I haven't been watching it, and it's out of pure just like laziness. And that's part of where it's at too. Yeah. There's so many other things I'm trying to like. Yeah, uh, that probably will be a thing that I just sit down one night and binge them all. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I do want to watch it because I know that there are. I've been seeing. I've been trying to avoid spoilers, but I have been seeing that there are impl- greater implications for the Marvel universe. Oh, even mean, in you mean Dark Doctor Strange, right? Yeah, I saw that too. So. Um, yeah, I will probably binge them here soon one day. Um, but there's that going on. I think the next thing is Eternals. Yes. Which is in November, first yes. weekend of November. Mm-hmm. So about a month, about a, about two months away now. About two months, yeah. So they're on a good pace. They are. Because after that, then December is Spider-Man. Yeah. We're on a great pace. What is the next thing after that? You know, I believe it's multiverse, but I'm not sure. Multiverse Madden, that's probably February, so. right? Yeah, I think so, but let's see. Although they might be saving multiverse for their May release to kick off the summer. Then they have to put something in. Maybe there's another series. Oh, when does Loki season two? Uh, they haven't even started filming. Oh, they haven't? Okay. No, no. You're being Getting far too the optimistic. Cart, putting the cart before the horse. Far too optimistic. I love it, but yeah. like far too optimistic. Because there has to be something that they're going to do at the beginning of the year 
Like the like that sort of February window. Totally, I'm looking at. It. So we got Shang Chi. We have uh, Eternals on November fifth. Uh-huh. We've got Spider Man No Way Home on December seventeenth, mm-hmm. and then on March twenty fifth, we have Doctor Strange got and the you. Multiverse. So they're doing of it Madness. in March. That they're makes doing sense. Doing it in March because we can't have spring. We can only have winter and then <laughs> summer. Yeah. And then what's next after that? That is an excellent. Probably question. May is the next thing. Yes. Let me see here. Is it? Here we go. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Ah, that's right. On May 6th. So that's what we're kicking off summer with is Thor Love and Thunder. I forgot about that movie. And then we got Black Panther Wakanda Forever on July... Dude. Which they're filming right now. On July 8th. November 11th is The Marvels. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is February 17th. Guardians Volume 3 is May 5th. And then The Fantastic Four has yet to be announced. That'll that'll that that might be the Christmas time next year. That'll be the big Christmas. They may one. have been filming that already in, in yeah. secret. Hey, I am home. Yeah. All right. That was Charles. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, Derek, where can people find you on the internet? <laughs> yeah, well, we're taking phone calls on the podcast, yeah. but I guess it is. we are at almost two and a half hours. I'll just hours, leave it so, in. It's yeah, fine. Whatever. <laughs> if you made it this far, you've enjoyed a good and episode. You know what? If you guys don't know who it is, you just heard our friend Charles. So yeah, exactly. there you go. Um, you can find me on Instagram at cinephile84. C I N E P H I L E 84. You can find me on the Twitters at Derek, D E R E D E R E K. Almost forgot how to spell my own name there. D E R E K underscore N I C K E L. That's Derek underscore Nickel. And that's where I'm at. Cool. You can find me at Asan the DJ uh, across social media. That's at A H S O H N the DJ. You can find episodes of this podcast and more at Weekly Regular across social media and weeklyregular.com. Derek, thanks so much for coming over. Dude, <laughs> this was awesome. The yeah. energy in the room today was it's great. fantastic. It's great. It's the mood lighting. It is. It is. <laughs> it's definitely the mood lighting. Um, great. Uh, I should go feed my cat, and we will see y'all next week. <laughs>